bam, we are live once again on the Dynasty Hot Seat, the only Dynasty show out there that is a certified inferno. We're back for week 10. Looking forward to seeing who's going to be the winners, who's going to be the losers. We're going to break it all down. Let's go. Yes, the boys are back in town. Paul is back once again joining me for our week 10 preview. Paul, missed you last week, but still had a fun time over on the show with, with Rich King. Thanks for coming on, mate, again. Paul, you you got to be back. It's good to see you, mate. How you doing? <laughs> back again. Back once again with the Renegade Master. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you oh, you yeah. just been listening? Has Lewis inspired you to start rapping? Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start rapping, and, and apparently my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Pickin, friend of animals. Welcome back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm basically Cinderella, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or like Yves Ventura, right? You got all these. Maybe you'll start hanging out with Dan Marino, right? Yeah, yeah. You never know, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So we're we're back here. Week 10, we're going to go through a couple of topics uh, and we're going to get to our, our usual segments. Who's our smash start of the week? Who are we avoiding this week? We're going to answer some fan questions. Some of those have already started to roll through. So if you're listening, make sure you answer, or not answer, we'll answer those. We'll do that bit. Make sure you ask the questions over on YouTube. If you're watching live on X right now, we won't get to those questions. So please make sure you go over onto YouTube and hey, while you're there, hit that like and hit that subscribe if you haven't done that already, if you have, God bless you. Thank you so much. We're going to get rolling right in to topic number one. And Paul, there's a hell of a lot of backup quarterbacks kicking about right now in the NFL, right? What do you like? A couple of them have been injury, right? But are you finding more than, than last year or other years? It just seems to be a bit of a wasteland, a bit of an odd, odd topic right now, right? Yeah, it, it really does, doesn't it? it? It it definitely feels a lot worse this year for QB injuries and season-long injuries and stuff like that. Um, if it, it definitely feels a lot worse than it has done in the past. But to me, I feel I feel like a lot of teams, a lot of, a lot of dynasty teams as such now are sort of just going. Do you know what? I've lost so many players through injuries that. Oh well, I'm tanking for Caleb. And they've got, yeah. you know what I mean? And we're talking teams that have got like Anthony Richardson on stuff like that. You, you imagine having a dynasty team next year where you've got Anthony Richardson and Caleb Williams on, and you're just going, Show yeah. me, show me the money. Show yeah. me the money, you know. Um, so I I'm I'm just gonna br- quickly bring up um a league that me and you are in. Um mm-hmm. it's called the Dynasty Heroes. Where I yes. actually weirdly play you this week. Yeah, I, um, I am rebuilding in that league, I believe. Yeah, and somehow you rank two spots higher than me. You're ninth and I'm eleventh. But I went <laughs> three I went three and oh in this team, in this league. Okay. Mm. 
And I remember going 3-0. and But now I have Kirk Cousins on IR. Yeah. yeah I yeah. have James Connor on IR. I have yep. Kyron Williams on IR. I have Devon <laughs> Ajan on IR. And I have Anthony Richardson on IR. So you can see you can see why I went three and zero, but since that yeah. I've gone, I've gone zero and six since then. Yeah, and it's just it's just gone to shit. So I, I, I I'm gonna throw a question at you. Oh, okay, okay. Who's your favourite backup QB, and why is it Carson Wentz? <laughs> so we are a dynasty show, so we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about who I think is the best backup, you know, for your fantasy team. And you're, you're spot on. It's Carson Wentz. Like, he might be an absolutely terrible NFL player, but Carson Wentz has never been a bad player for fantasy football because of the way that he plays. He is consistently in or around quarterback one numbers for a season. Like, he might lose a lot of games and. The reason he is is because he's always in shootouts because he doesn't know how to close out a game, right? And the, the score is always close. But Wentz is always right up there. I think he, last time he played, he finished quarterback 14 in the year. Like, he's not a bad fantasy quarterback. So I think he is someone that you can take advantage of and, and get for pretty cheap if you've not already picked him up off waivers. I accidentally picked him off waivers in quite a lot of leagues because I had a weird feeling that the Vikings might be in for Carson Wentz. But it turns out he's been picked up by the Rams. I don't know if he's going to play or not. I don't know what's going to happen with Stafford. But I think Wentz is is right up there. Maybe just behind Gardner Minshew, I think, is also pre- pretty viable, right? I don't want to like it, but I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? You say Gardner Minshew's name. And, and, mate, Lewis spoke about this with me on the Rewind show. And he was like, these, these sort of backup QBs. They get this limelight, and everyone's like, they deserve a starting role. Hmm. But if you give them a starting role, yeah, they just, they just, their value just plummets. You know, look at, look at, look at Josh Dobbs. Okay, Josh Dobbs, he he plays Sunday night football, um, not last week, the week before, and then Gallon comes out and goes, I've I've rewatched the the tapes, don't like it. Dobbs is not my guy. I, he's not going to be starting for me next week. Okay. I mean, yeah. so you know, <laughs> so that so then we trade him to the Vikings, and you think, okay, I'm surprised we got anything for him because our head coach has just come out going, he's garbage. We don't want yeah. him, and we managed yeah. to get a pick back for him. I know we 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 traded him in a seventh and got a sixth back in return, and then he turns up at the Vikings. And does exactly what he did at the Cardinals for like the first week. Yeah. And and just rushed the ball, looked good, threw it around. And this is a guy that got into the building on probably Wednesday morning and somehow on Sunday afternoon was starting for them and, and actually looked like a half-decent QB. Yeah. But would you put him as a starting QB in a team next season? I mean... The only way he would get that role is if somebody drafts like a rookie and would like that rookie to sit for a year behind Josh Dobbs. Like if someone, 
like a Quinn and Ewers or somebody comes in from from Texas who maybe isn't the full article yet now, Nick, and he's probably going to be drafted next year. So he might be a candidate that might sit behind somebody like a Josh Dobbs for a year. He's not a long-term asset for anyone. And that was kind of the angle I was looking at here, Paul. Do you see like a bright future for any of these like perennial backup guys, like other than maybe getting a, a fill-in starter role for a year somewhere? Because I'm struggling to see any of these guys that, you know, will get like a kneeled on spot. Like you, you got your Heineke's that are playing right now. He's he's a one-year guy for me. Josh Dobbs, same. Minshew, same kind of thing. No one's really like looking like they're going to take the bull by the horns and, and kneel down a starting role unless you can think of somebody. So the the difficult thing with it is like Minshew won't be starting next year because Anthony Richardson will be back. Yeah. So he's you know what I mean at the Colts he's not he's he's not going to get that starting role. Don't know if anyone else will trade for him. This this seems like a few teams that could do with help at QB and stuff like that. Yeah. But to me the only the only one at the moment I can see that is probably going to get that role next year is going to be Heineke. And I know you. Yeah. I know. I know you're not a fan of him, but I just I think he's all right. I just think that if if the Falcons next year go to draft day and go, we're we're going to pick up a QB. I think them QBs are going to go. I don't want to come to you. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't, I don't yeah. want to come to you. I've seen what you've done with with Kyle Pitts and Bijan. You know, I don't want to come to you. I'm 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 done. Draft yeah. somebody else. But you know. I just think, I just think, like, I think Heideke is the only one for me that I could really see as a potential of getting a job next year. I don't yeah. think any of the others are. You've got other guys that are like backups that aren't starting right now that I think are probably better than Heineke as well. Like guys like Huntley over at the Ravens is probably better than Heineke. He's a pro bowler, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, probably better than than him, and even you know. Dare I say, my my guy Davis Mills, I still believe, like he's oh he's get there. off get off I, that train. Get I, I think he might be a, a better backup than than Heineke. Right? I think he he's more suited to a starting role. So there are those guys there, but currently of the crop we're seeing, yeah, I'm not. No one's standing out to me as someone that's gonna like kneel down a starting role. Maybe the only one, and I suppose he does count as a backup, but it's hard to tell because he's so young in his career. Aiden O'Connell interests me slightly. I suppose, right? Reckon? Just slightly, just because he's so young and he's like so new. I'm more intrigued just because I've not really seen him like feel yet. Like you've seen all these other guys feel, but it's coming really. I don't see him really kneeling down anything. Yeah. The the only other one that, and I suppose it is a a bigger conversation, is um, the backup of the Tennessee Titans, Will Levis. I mean, is he the backup you, anymore, right? Like, you but, know. but that's what I was about to ask you because obviously yeah. they started with Tannehill. Do you now see that as he's no Ryan Tannehill is the backup? Because if Ryan Tannehill's the backup, then I kind of feel that Ryan Tannehill is one of the better backups then because I think I'd yeah. rather Tannehill. I know he's not done it the last couple of years, but we've seen him do it, and I think I'd yeah. rather him pass the ball than you know um, Hollywood legends cousin. Tommy DeVito, you know? Yeah, like, it's... 
there's yeah, there's lots of people like that, right? Where actually, the more you look at the raw and just scrolling through the rosters, Tannehill I think is good enough to start somewhere probably. You've got um, over uh, you got Mitch, Mitch Trubisky can maybe even still start somewhere like the NFL doesn't uh, have a lot of. They don't have a lot. They don't have a lot of great like starting quarterback. I mean, Zach Wilson's going to be a backup next year, but I think he might be a backup just right. I don't see him really getting a starting spot anywhere. But there are lots of these guys in the in the let's call it the Ryan Fitzpatrick era of their of their careers, right? Where they're what they're going about, but they're not as cool as Ryan Fitzpatrick, obviously. But they're in that kind of era where they might bounce about a few teams like Jameis Winston, I suppose, is in that category, right? Ooh, yeah, even, hell, Andy Dalton is probably better than five or six guys starting right now. Like, Andy Dalton did quite well last year at the Saints. Like, he could do a good job somewhere. So, yeah, there are lots know. lots of okay options. So, I still think we're going to see a bit of a mush. What is common, though, is the 2024 class of quarterbacks. And it's good. It's really, really strong. Everyone's talking about Caleb Williams. But we've also got Drake May coming out. He's going to be really, really interesting to watch. We've got Michael Penix Jr., one of my favorite people to watch currently in college football. Like an absolute gunslinger. Love watching him. We've got, if he comes out, I'm not sure if he will or not, guys like Brady Cook, who I'm really, really high on, really big fan of. you got uh, Daniels over at LSU's coming out. He's a like, very Konami code-esque quarterback. There's a ton. We could see five, six quarterbacks go in the first round next year in the draft if you know, they all declare for it. So there's a lot of people coming on. So a lot of these guys who we're talking about now, they actually might not end up in starting roles just depending on how and how that draft goes. But it's going to be super interesting, Paul. It always, always yeah, is yeah, in, yeah. in the NFL. And what is also interesting is this point of the season, right? We're halfway through. So I thought we'd play a little game. Of oh, I love your games. They they're the highlight of my week when you play a game oh. on the Dynasty show. You know, I like I like a good fun game. So the game we're going to play is I'm going to give you a player, and you're going to tell me are they doing better halfway through this season, or were they doing halfway better halfway through last season? Oh wow! Okay, all okay. right. Uh, this is just on. Let's go. Well, actually, I'll ask you. Would you rather go points per game or total points overall? Total points overall. Let's go total points overall. All right. Let's let's do a quarterback, a wide receiver, a running back, and a tight end. All right. Okay. All right. Let's start then with the quarterback position. So, can you tell me at this point last year? Was Trevor Lawrence doing better or worse than he is now? So, was Lawrence doing better this year or in 2022? I think he's doing better this year than he was in 2022. Ooh, interesting. So, Trevor Lawrence uh, in 2022, at this point, I will just double check that I've got these numbers absolutely dead on and secure, Paul, before I before I announce this to the world, yes. So, in 2022, at this point, Trevor Lawrence had... Oh, my goodness me. My, my whole system has crashed. I'll tell you what he had in 2023. We'll do that. So far, Trevor Lawrence has got 125 fantasy points. He's actually not doing that great. He's quarterback 17 on the year, which is a bit odd to me, right? Because it, it didn't seem to me that he was doing... You know that badly, but but here we are. But last year, Trevor Lawrence 
he had slightly more. He had 146 points oh. at this time last year. Lawrence is quarterback 17. Does that shock you a little bit? Um, yeah, a little bit. A little bit because I thought he was, I thought they were doing okay. I thought the Jags were doing okay. They seemed to be winning games. But then I suppose Travis Etienne is having quite yeah. a season, you know what I mean? So I suppose, you know, they both can't benefit. True. I can tell you right now, my biggest sell of the offseason is going to be Travis Etienne. I can tell you immediately. Get get off my screen. Like he's not because he's a bad player, just the touchdowns he's getting are just it's classic sell. Like you just have to. I think he's going so many touchdowns that's unlikely that will continue. And I think you just take it back. In the same way, this time last year, well, not right this time last year, but one of my biggest sells of the offseason last year was Josh Jacobs, just because it was like he's hit his ceiling. He's not going to do any better than that. So you may as well sell and take the value. And he's still been good this year, but I still think you would have preferred to sell him at a higher value. Um so anyway, let's um let's move into to running back and let's go. Travis Etienne. Go... <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go actually with yeah, Travis Etienne, that'd be quite easy, wouldn't it? Let's go with Saquon Barkley. Oh man. So I think he's been quite productive this year. But he's mi- has he missed a couple of games? He has. Well, we can go points per game if you want for Saquon. So I'm going to say he's scored more this year, even though he's missed games. Okay. So Saquon Barkley in 2022 was averaging 19.6 points per game, had 156 points at this stage. 2023, he did miss time. So he's yet to score 100 points. He's on 99 points. But he's averaging almost three points per game less this year, 16.5. Is he? Yeah. And again, he's been used more. He's been quite productive. I've I've got him in a few leagues, and I've, I've kind of felt like he's done okay. Well, again, does this circle back to what we chatted about last time and just our our like tolerance for quarter or for running backs being terrible is kind of going up and we're we're slowly losing track of of what it once was. And actually that sixteen point five points per game is you're delighted with that at the minute with the running back landscape, whereas you know, last yeah. year he was getting nineteen points we're, per we're, game. What's is... he what's he running back? Well, what position is he in the running backs with that points per game? Uh, for this year, his yeah. fantasy points per game, that will put him at running back, running back nine, right? Which isn't great. Like, yeah, running back nine overall, it would have put him way back. Even last year, he would have been outside the top 10 with that. So, yeah, it's showing you where. You know, you, you know what I mean? About. With, with that, he'd have been outside the top 10 last year, but this, this yeah. year, he's in the top 10. So, I suppose you've got to kind of take that as a win in, as such, like, you know? Yeah, oh, absolutely. As, take it as a win. As, as running back performances go, he's yeah. he's, he's, he's doing okay. Yeah, I think so. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a, a tricky wide receiver here. You ready? This one's close. Stephen oh, okay. Wins. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I've got the first one wrong. I've got the second one wrong. Let's make the third one even harder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stefan Diggs. This one Steph, is Stefan Diggs is scoring close. is scoring less this year. Stefan Diggs this year is scoring more. Of course he fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I hate this so, game. What a stupid it, game. In 2022, at this point, he has scored 187.7 points, 23.5 points per game. Uh, this year, he must have missed a game, Paul. I think you. I think this is what we're going to... He actually has more points per game this year. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, so, uh, this year, he's got... That's a fucking 21, win, man. 21.7 points per game, 195.4 points overall. So, yeah, a more productive season... This year, he is wide receiver three currently in this year. At this point last year, he was also wide receiver three. So he's doing better. He's doing better this year. More points per game, more overall points as well. A bit surprising to me, actually. Yeah, that, that one is. Um, no, he hasn't He hasn't missed a, a game. He's not. So he's just he's yeah. just been more he's just been more productive. I mean, yeah, shocking, a bit shocking to me. And we've got we've got our tight ends to go. So let's go. I'll give you a bit more of a layup then, Paul. Will be. Let's go with who has scored more points uh, at this stage. Oh, actually, is it a bit of a layup? Okay, I think it is. Sam Laporta. Um, he scored <laughs> more, more this year. <laughs> uh, I'll give you. How about I? We go Evan Ingram. How about that? Evan Ingram. Oh, that's a horrible one. Um, last year he wasn't. Was last no. So I'm gonna say he scored based on Trevor Lawrence numbers going down. Calvin Ridley's had a couple of good games. Kirk's had some good games. He said I'm gonna say he scored less this year than last year. Less this year? You would be absolutely wrong, Paul. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, he scored 77 points. He's on 93 points at the minute this year. He's sitting up at, at uh, tight end number seven for the year at the minute, averaging 11.6 points per game. This point last year, he was only averaging eight points per game, but he did come on real strong in the second half of last year. So that's how he kind of snuck up into the tight end one options last year. I think he finished tight end five last year. So, yeah, over for four there, Paul. What a fucking stupid game. <laughs> Although it's it's fun to see how, how people are doing. And it also shows you just because players aren't performing at this current point in time, it doesn't mean they cannot turn it around and actually end up right up there in the tight end one conversation, wide receiver run, running back one, etc. They can finish right up in that top tier for for sure. And I can notice a couple of people firing in some more questions for the show. Thank you so much. If you're watching over on X, please remember, can't get your questions in over there. You got to do it on YouTube. And if you're here and still watching to put a question in, make sure you've hit like and subscribe on all of that good stuff too. And Paul, we're, we're going to fire in, before we get into our questions, we're going to, we're going to fire into our, our sort of our starts and, and sits for the week. We got one player that you're like, absolutely smash. You got to start them. And then another player who were maybe thinking this could be a little bit of a trap, you know, just just be careful, be cautious about it, and and don't dive head first into starting them if if you can help it. Paul, have you got anyone who stands out for a for a start or or a sit this week? So I've got I can't do we we like to we like to dig a bit deep, don't we? Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I was gonna say Alvin Kamara, but that's that's an obvious start, isn't it? Okay. Um, 
So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Jameer Gibbs. Okay, I know David Montgomery's coming back off the injury and stuff like that, isn't mm-hmm. he? Yes. But I'm um, I'm just I don't think he's gonna see as much I don't think he's gonna walk back into that workload, not the yeah. first week off the injury. Um so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Jameer Gibbs this week as a as a smash start. Jameer Gibbs, I love that. I mean, I've got a, got a ton of Jameer Gibbs shirts, so I'm I'm delighted to hear that. I think, yeah. So he did... going going off what I've done in the last game, you go and fucking bench him everywhere, you know, because I'm probably going to get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I've got too many Gibbs for that to, for that to happen, unfortunately. But yeah, I think he did so well with that opportunity. Why not? Why not let him let him run at it? Yeah, yeah like Montgomery's well, a fine back, but I mean, come on. You know what I mean, but what 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 do we know? Like you know, we we thought Bijan was going to be good. Hey, Tyler Algier is the best goal line back in the league, Paul. Haven't you heard? Like, <laughs> I mean, that just pains me to say. Uh, my my start for the week is someone who I've been a big fan of since he since he came into the league, but it's looking really good for him this week as well, especially with some injuries to some key receivers in his team as well. It's Michael Pittman Jr. this week. As the Colts, they are going up against the Patriots, who that could be annoying, right? Playing against the Patriots. We know old Bill, he's he's happy to he's happy to spoil anyone's day. But I think Pittman and Minshew are showing a really good combination. Josh Downs looks like he's definitely going to be missing some time. I think Michael Pittman is going to absolutely eat here. And it's not like the Patriots can focus too much attention on him because they've got to worry about, you know, Jonathan Taylor and, and the resurgent Zach Moss as well. So I do think that Pittman is going to have a really good day against the Patriots. Uh, Paul, you got anyone you're you're avoiding this week? So you may be shocked by this one, okay? Kyler Murray. Ah, I know. Oh, Kyler Murray. Mm. Tell me why. Tell me why. So I just think um, uh, Gannon's had to change his tune. <laughs> See what yeah. You See what yeah. You <laughs> um. And I and That's I think Kyle I think Kyle is ready to come back. I just I'm not really expecting him to do much the first week. And I think people are gonna fall into that trap of oh, Kyler Murray, oh he yeah. can sling the ball, he can rush the ball, he's gonna do all of this and everything like that. And you know, you've got to think this is preseason to him now. This is he's he's yeah. getting back into the swing of things and stuff like that. And I just think approach with caution, then as such. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, approach it cautiously for sure. Yeah. I've got one. This isn't based on any statistics or any real, like, hardline facts. It's just a weird gut feeling that I have about what, you know, tends to happen to this team. But everybody's going to think that Tony Pollard is going to absolutely smash against the Giants. But this is exactly the game the Cowboys would go and lose, isn't it? Like, this is exactly the game they will go out and throw up a dud for no reason, right? They lost to the Cardinals this year, right? Oh, yeah, Mary! <laughs> what, a t- <laughs> what, what an eight, baby! <laughs> so I would just, yeah, I would be cautious with Tony Pollard, as he should have been all year, because he's been stinking up the place for, for a lot of the year. But, yeah. I think everyone's expecting him to absolutely smash, but yeah, something something happens to the Cowboys whenever they're really expected to win, and they all, you know, they 
they all been hanging about with the laxative Michael Parsons too much. They all you know shit the bed, right? So oh, that's yeah. that's the guy I'm I'm kind of cautious uh, a little bit about there is is Tony Pollard. But Paul, we've got some hot questions that have oh, come yeah. in from from the fans. So let's get to some of these questions, and then I've got one for you, and I'm sure you've got got one for me as well. We'll start off with some that came in via via Twitter DMs. We got the first one here from, of course, the legend himself, Ali, the Dynasty Grill. And he kind of says, how many current starting quarterbacks are starting quarterbacks with their team when it comes to week one of 2024? So, Paul, we're going to quickly run down the teams. You're going to tell me, is a current quarterback currently starting? It'll be a yes or a no. All right? Okay. 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 Let's start off with your Arizona Cardinals. No, let's get that Murray. Let's get that <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. Yes. Yes. Kyler Murray starts. Kyler Murray. Sure. Yep. Uh, Atlanta Falcons. Does Tyler Haneke or Desmond Ritter? Either of them starting next year? Yes. Which one? Ritter? Haneke. Haneke. Carolina Panthers. Bryce Young. Yes. Chicago Bears. Justin no. Fields. Dak Prescott. Dallas Cowboys. Yes. Yeah. Detroit Lions. Jared Goff. Yes. Mm, this is interesting. Jordan Love. Ooh. No. Oh, I love it. I've got I no love. No love. I think you might be right. Uh, Matthew Stafford. Oh, I don't know. He's... Oh, no. He might retire. Mm. Stetson Bennett's I... a good... Good quarterback as well. They'd be, they'd be, Carson, they'd be Carson good, Wentz yeah. as well, you know. Oh, of course, Big Carson. Yeah, uh, Kirk Cousins, Minnesota Vikings, deserves it. Yeah, I agree. He definitely deserves it. I know he's out of contract uh, next year, but he he deserves yeah. he deserves the backing from the, the Vikings. Do you, do you think anything like this might be a very schoolyard way of putting it? And I imagine the NFL isn't like this. I imagine it's much more cutthroat. But Kirk Cousins and Kevin O'Connell appear to be quite good friends, right? Yeah. They have a good that... good relationship, good bond. Yeah. And I think for you know, you know how a QB's got a tight end as a safety blanket? You know, yeah. Pat Mahomes has got um Travis Kelsey. I think Kevin O'Connell's safety blanket is Kirk Cousins. He does yeah. what he wants him to do and he and he does it quite well, to be fair. Yeah, I think so. And that Achilles injury shouldn't really affect him. He doesn't really move too much anyway. So I think he'll be he'll come back looking like the old Kirk for sure. Yeah. Uh oh, interesting. New Orleans Saints. You think uh good big old Derek's gonna stay around? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think so, so as well, yeah. Uh oh, New York Giants, Daniel Jones. Nope. I think no as well. I think they'll or at the very least they'll I'd, I'd have this to... successor. Yeah, I'd have to look at the the contract situation and what I, I'm not sure. I'm sure he signed two years and stuff like that, so I'd have yeah. to see what his contract situation is. But honestly, I don't think he starts it next year. I think he's been garbage this year. Yeah, uh, Eagles hurts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Purdy, I fucking hate the Forty Niners. <laughs> 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 yeah why not yeah yeah he's cheap he's cheap he's cheap and they've got a lot of people to pay next year so yeah they really do uh Giro smith yes baker mayfield 
Sorry, Ali. <laughs> yes. Ooh. I think he stays there. <laughs> uh, uh, Sam Howell. No. I don't think so either. Lamar. Yeah. No. Not Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> you think yeah. Pro Bowler, Pro Bowler Tyler Huntley's going to get the job, yeah. you know? Uh, we got Josh Allen and we got we got Joe Burrow. Uh, we got Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's going to start. I know he's not been great, but he's going to play, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, he's got a mega contract, didn't he? Yeah. I know they maybe don't want, maybe they don't want him to play, yeah. but they've got such a big contract. A bit like Deshaun Watson, they'd like to get rid of him, but because it's like a fully guaranteed thing and stuff like that, it's a big contract. Yeah. It's hard, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Um, uh, CJ Stroud's got to the fuck it to the fucking moon. Yeah, he's amazing. Anthony Richardson's going to play. Trevor Lawrence's going to play. Pat Mahomes is going to play. Who the hell is the starter at the Raiders even to start with? Like, I imagine it's just no because there is no starter. No. Yeah, that's terrible. Justin Herbert's going to be there too. Is going to be there. Is Mac Jones going to play for the New England Patriots next year? Yeah, because Bill Belichick hates everything and hates fantasy football and life and everything yeah and while he's still while he's still there he's still gonna start shit yeah i think so uh new york jets iron rogers you assume will be there right unless he goes to the minnesota vikings Ooh, that'd be interesting yeah yeah um kenny pickett Weirdly, I think yes. I think so. But it sh- but it should be no. Yeah, I, I'm in I'm in full agreement with you there, Paul. And then finally, Will Levis is going to get the job at Tennessee, right? They're going to give him a year. I I, I would like I'd like to think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, moving on to our our next question again came in from Twitter DM from the Dynasty Goat himself, Kev said, "Who are you taking? Superflex, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, straight up trade. Who are you taking?" It's why are you ask? Why are you asking me this question? I mean, you're gonna you're gonna take Kyler, right? Yeah, come on, come on, Kev. What, like, you know what I mean? I'm the I, biggest. I, I'm the biggest homer at the wild card crew. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna take <laughs> Kyler Murray. So, um, Max, this is this is a question for you. Okay, do you take Lord Voldemort or the greatest <laughs> call the greatest Call of Duty player ever? Yeah, Lord Voldemort or his house elf. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I think (laughs) I think Callum Murray's got a bigger ceiling. Yeah, I think Callum Murray there. I think you go Callum Murray. Uh, Let's jump in as well. We got we got a couple here from our guy RGQ. RGQ says, "Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, man. Um, He's wanting some help." Help me start two of these four guys. He's got Jahan Dodson. He's got Tyler Lockett. He's got Curtis Samuel. And he's got Tank Dell as well. Uh, he's also added in Lockett. is making me lose games the last two weeks. Yeah, Jackson Smith and Jigba's coming on. Like, it's going to be hard to stop that tide coming through. You've got an answer? My, my flag plant. JSN, you know, that's all I'm saying. Love it. Um, so me, I think it's quite an easy one, and I'd start double yep. D. Always double D. Always double D. 
this to sin, Paul Pickin loves double Ds. <laughs> um, so you go in. Why, why are you going with, uh, let's see, Dodson, they're going up against the Seahawks, right? That, that could be an okay <coughs> I'm sure. And then you've got Tank Dell. I think that's a pretty, that's a shootout. Oh, that's going to that I love Tank Dell this week. I'm, I'm targeting, he was my start of the week on the wild card. Uh, rewind. Yeah. Um, so he was the smash for me. Uh, Curtis Samuel's a bit of a Swiss Army knife. He could get a couple of good plays. You know what I mean? They could rush him. They could do this. They could do a bit of everything with him. Yeah. But he's he, he's 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 boom bust, isn't he? He's either going to be incredible or yeah. he's going to be absolute garbage. Um, I think uh, Lockett, as you said, JSN sort of seems to be coming more out of his shell now and getting a bigger role in that team. Yeah. And um, to me. Lockett, Lockett's a bit boom bust. He could big play again, you know, a big play, and he's he's the better wide receiver. Samuel boom bust, but to me, Dotson's your sort of your level playing field. Yeah, I, I, think I like Dotson. I think you're spot on with that. Oh, we've had we just talked about Baker Mayfield and also mentioned Michael Panix Jr. Ali Winans and Michael Panix is a buccaneer. I mean, it's going to be a real shame that Mike Evans will be catching passes from Patrick Mahomes so Ali, isn't it? We got a question from Blurpy again. I think he's asked a question on here, or they've asked a question, I'm not sure, uh, on, on here before. So Blurpy, I've got to like set up to get over this question. My goodness me. Blurpy's got, let's see, quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Running backs, Travis Etienne, Devonta Foreman. They've got Stephon Diggs, Debo Samuel, Jake Ferguson. Then in the flex spots, they got uh, Wilson, probably Michael Wilson. Flex two, White, Rashad White, probably. And then the Seahawks defense, they got uh, Dicker, the kicker. And then Christian Watson, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, McBride, Trey McBride, not the best McBride. Uh, <laughs> Douglas, Deshaun Watson, James Connor as well. Uh, any change to that lineup, man? James Connor coming back, right? Is he is he meant to play for? Uh, they've brought him back off IR, so he's got twenty one days to be activated, isn't he? So yeah. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't start him this week. He'll probably be okay. like a, it'll probably be one of them that they wait until an hour before the game and go. Oh, James Connor's actually out this week. He's not ready to come back or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. So, Trevor oh, Wilson isn't isn't Michael. It's actually Garrett Wilson. Nice work, Blurpy. That's so much better than Michael Wilson. Great work. Uh, so, Trevor Lawrence, you're not going to swap for Kyler Murray, are you? Or Deshaun Watson? Um, I don't think so. I mean, the the Jags. Who are the Jags? They're playing, playing the 49ers. The 49 well, the 49ers, their secondary hasn't been great, so I, I think we should he should be okay. Yeah, I'm trying to see who the, the Browns are playing the Ravens, so stay away stay away from the Browns. Stay yeah. away from them. Yeah. Um you've seen what the Ravens can do to the elite teams. So yeah, yeah. Trevor Lawrence for me, running back one ETN. Yeah. Um you've not really got anyone else to swap him. Foreman. Good matchup against the Panthers, Foreman. I think he might do well. Oh, mate, the Bears are playing for it as well. Because if the Bears yeah. win, they get the 101, don't they? True. Yeah. So they want, <laughs> yeah. It's the only game the Bears actually want to win this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so Diggs, Debo. Yeah. 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 
um, tight end Ferguson. You're not going to swap Ferguson for Trey McBride, are you? I don't think so. Uh, you got to think, think so. the Ferguson's coming up against the Giants. Yeah, and that's the one that you think they're going to come a bit unstuck. Yeah, I think I think it's that's very much like just a a shot in the dark. Though I think I think I would start Ferguson. I'd I'd, I'd say I'd say that they're both pretty similar this week. Trey yeah. Trey, Trey McBride. I think people are getting a bit blinded by Trey McBride. He's had one really good game and not really done anything else. Yeah. So. yeah. I think the only one that Rashad White, right? I know he had a big week. I know he's been talked up, but he's crap. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care what. All isn't, I see isn't, isn't is, that running back one last yeah, week. Don't care. Don't care. All I see is this guy struggling to make any yards, and he's a very much a product of a couple of like dump off passes. He scored two like one yard touchdowns last week. He averages under three yards per carry i think in the nfl and he's going up against the titans and they can only like the only thing they know how to do is stop the run so this could be a bit of a flat week for white i think but i don't see anyone there unless connor's locked in nailed on starting that i would actually put in so but he's gonna have to, but he's gonna have to start foreman tonight yeah yeah so I, I'd, I'd start foreman tonight and I'd i'd leave it like that but uh, yeah. can i just ask my hot question before we get onto any other hot question yeah Let's do it. Let's do it. Are, are you are you and Ali okay? Because you seem to be like shooting a lot of shit at the Buccaneers today, and I'm just you know what I mean. I'm just I'm just wondering if you you guys are okay. Have you had a falling out? Um, has he reminded you that the Buccaneers beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl or anything? like no, that? No, you see, no? I wasn't I wasn't going to show that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to show that call because I would. I, I'm in control here. I'm expecting him to swoop into the stream and show it if, if I didn't know. Um, so it's a real shame we beat you in the Super Bowl. That was a real shame. You know, that's that's unfortunate. That was that was Miami Dolphin Tyreek Hill's fault. So that's he's he's gone. So that's that's fine. Um, but bl- Blurpy, yeah. Blurpy, yeah. Your, your team is your team is set. Oh, there's not really much I'd do with that, to be honest. Yeah, he said he, he's between Foreman and Connor. I would definitely start Foreman just for them, just for that matchup. The, pro- the, um, the, problem, the yeah. problem you've got is the Cardinals are not going to say whether he's fully back and playing this week and he's just nailed on starter until yeah. Sunday. And Foreman, you have to start tonight. So I would, I would lean Foreman over Connor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got a... Uh... Another question here from Shaka. Shaka, I think I recognise that. Shaka, I recognise that photo. Shaka's asked some questions before. Thanks again, Shaka. Uh, would you trade Olave and Kyron Williams for Jefferson? No, Justin Jefferson. No way. Like, well, like if you, who, whoever's getting Justin Jefferson. Hang on, though, hang on, yeah, hang on. If you're going to trade like, Olave and Kyron Williams for Justin Jefferson, one hundred percent. Yeah. If you own Justin Jefferson, do not sell him for Olave yeah. and Kyron Williams. The Jefferson side, whatever whoever's on the Jefferson side is the winner there. That is, if you have an offer in your inbox for Justin Jefferson, for Kyron Williams and Chris Olave, I don't even care if you stop watching the show. You leave right now and you accept it. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you run to your nearest like device. I'd be I'd be getting Jefferson. Leave, leave, Shaka, leave. Oh, run, oh, Shaka. Accept. <laughs> Shaka would be getting Jefferson. Why are you still here, bro? Yeah. You need 
Run. Run as fast as you can. And head accept. Justin Jefferson is maybe the best player in the NFL. Like, <laughs> what's yeah. weird is we've got down to three listeners as well. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm from, from four to three, so I really have, got... I've got this image of a guy going, I'm going, lads! I'm going! <laughs> I, I hope you made it, Chaka. I hope you made it on time. Um, so we've, if you have some other... If you have some other questions, make sure you're you're dropping them in, and of course, make sure you've already liked and subscribed as well. If you're if you're leaving a question again, if you're watching on X right now, you can't ask a question there. Yeah, gotta go onto YouTube. There'll be a link if you're watching X. Just hit the profile; you'll see it right away. It's easy to find. Ask a question in there. We'll get to them by the end of the show. But Paul, I've got one for you. This has been a hot topic on on X that I've seen going around. But I'm going to make it a bit easier for you. I've been seeing the whole thing. It's like, what's the perfect album that was made when you were 16? Have you seen this going around? Oh, fucking hell. Right? So I've got to... Okay. Right. Albums that came out when I'm 16. Yeah. What's, right. First what's of like... all, trying to fi- figure out what year that was. <laughs> See, I was born in 1990, so I've, I've got like a cheat code for that. It's so easy to add up from there, right? Um, what? for me, I went with I kind of went nostalgic, which is what was the perfect album for sixteen year old me, and I was like, I love a bit of everything, Paul. I listen to to a bit of everything, but Marie spoke to me. An American band called Brand New released an album called The Devil and God Are Raging Inside Me, and it just spoke to me like it was just it was like art, you know, rather than just listening to music. It was very like alternative very interesting very different i'd never heard anything like it before that was that was the one i went with although it was close right up there with the arctic monkeys first album as well which i also absolutely loved so i've just i've just tried to um so i i've I've kind of like i've not gone into as much detail as you because you've literally just fucking sprung this on me now um But looking, looking at the, you know, there's some, there's some good, there's some good albums that came out of this, you know, in the, in the zone, Britney Spears. Ooh, <laughs> um, wow! But I, I'd have to say two, three stand out for me. Okay. Um, so one would be Fallen, uh, Evanescence, which is the album Ooh. where they brought Bring Me to Life. Nice. Um, Meteora, uh, Lincoln Park. Great album. But the one the one I'd have to go with is Fifty Cent. Get rich or die trying. Oh, oh, oh yes. You think I'm a P-I-M-P? Oh. <laughs> I loved that album. Like, yeah, I had that. That was like one of the first albums. Like, um, I was able to just go and like buy by myself, like by myself as well. Like, absolutely loved it. Played it on repeat. Yeah, great, great shout. Love it. Um. And that's the year it came out. 2003. Wow, I can't believe that. Yeah, that long ago, 50 Cent burst onto the scene, right? 20, 20 uh, years ago. 20 years yeah. ago, mate. We've got, we've got another classic one here from, from Ali. I, think, I don't know if we've answered this before, but I love these two. Which NFL player would you like to go have drinks with? I mean, there's so many. Like, there's Easy. so many. Oh, Easy. Go on. Jason Kelsey. Oh yes, mate. That is a great love, answer. My love for this guy 
since listening to the the New Heights podcast, my music. love for Jason Kelsey is just like the guy is so down to earth. He's so yeah. much fun. He's like a and, scholar as well. He's so all cool. all he wants to do, yeah, all he wants to do is like drink beer and eat chicken wings. And I'm like, that's my I'm kind like, of guy. That's my kind I'm, of guy. Okay. Yeah, I'm absolutely dying for that. I don't think I can top Jason Kelsey. Actually, a- I don't think a- I've got a- Ali. Tell it. Ali, tell us which Bucks player you'd want to go and have drinks with because you know it's going to be a Bucks player, don't you? It will, it'll be a Bucks player. Be probably be like Tom Brady, you know? <laughs> oh, Tom, Tom Brady hasn't had a beer since 1996. Like, he's not <laughs> had a carb. <laughs> Mike Evans. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Paul, we're, we're on to my favourite part of the show. No, right. no, I haven't asked oh. my hot question. Oh, I thought that. Oh no, you haven't. Of course, sorry. What, what was your question to me? Okay, okay. So, so uh, imagine you've you've gone through this really vigorous interview process. Yes. And you've got a job as a head coach of an NFL team. Naturally. Okay. The NFL team in question is the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. <laughs> yes. And you're in charge of your first game, and you've got yep. the exact same team that they've got, and you yes. are first and goal. Yeah. From the one yard line. Yep. You've got three goes. What yep. are your plays? What are your plays? Who who do you give the ball to? I mean, obviously, we know Arthur Smith's answer was given to what he called the no, best no, back sh- in there. But sh- but I'm not Arthur, Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith. I'm my yeah, own man. He's, he's been fucking fired, man. The hot seat fired him, okay? You're in charge. You know what I'm doing? I'm lining up my biggest offensive lineman, right? Defensive lineman as the running back. And I'm running the old Atari Poe trick jump pass play. (laughs) 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 Yeah. That's what I'm ruling out. I need to make a statement. It's my first game. Uh, So that's play one. If that doesn't work. Okay. So that's the say say that one hasn't worked. What's play two? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Play two. I mean, you just give it to Bijan, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. That didn't work, you know. Legendary, yeah. one of the most, you know, talented running backs to come into the NFL yeah. for I don't know how many years. Um, yeah. You've got one more play. Who do you play it to? You can't use Bijan or your defensive lineman again. Who do you who do you give it to? Yeah, I mean, you have to go. You have to go play action. You got to put Cal Pitts and Drake London on the same side of the field and chuck it up to them, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's that simple, isn't it? Right. Good, good. You know the guy that's just been fired, Arthur fucking Smith, is first a goal at the one yard line. He has a false start, then it's a pass to Johnu Smith, then it's a rush to Johnu Smith, and then it's a rush by Tyler Algier, and then you kick a field goal. <laughs> He's you get drafted. You drafted a running back at eight. At eight. It's criminal, it, isn't it? And he's not even on the pitch. Sorry, but yes, I'm Ali, saying, the, tush, the, tush push would also push. work. The something Johnny, something Johnny Smith might actually be good for, yeah. right? <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, not basically not what Arthur Smith would do. Right. Yeah, literally, literally every NFL coach now is going. Do you know? I do you know how not to coach a football team? Yeah, yeah. Just watch the Falcons. Just oh, exhibit A, like I mean, just the worst. Uh, but this this next selection of, of things, this is not the worst. This is this is some of my best shit from the week, Paul. Oh, Have a look is... at this. You know, I'm a teacher. I, I have a soft spot for this kind of thing. So it says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Jack has five pens, Molly has three pens. Which child has more? And he's correctly said Jack, but then show your thinking. <laughs> Drawn himself thinking <laughs> Jack in it. That is brilliant. Top marks to whoever that was. I'd swing that. Absolutely love it. Uh, here we got a race between two grandpas. Have a look at this guy. Still got it. Still competitive. <laughs> Is that is that me and you at the twenty fifty UK FFC playing five football? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This will be us right at the start. Absolutely love it. Like that's that's a good fall actually for an old guy as well. He took that tumble quite well. He tried to swipe him as well. You see that? Yeah, absolutely love it. Uh, you drive about a bit, Paul. Obviously, you ever done something like this? No. I, I've I've seen somebody do similar, not not to a fire hydrant though, but I have seen somebody drive into a post, you know, like one of their posts that comes up yeah. from the ground, completely not knowing it was there and just drove straight into it and then reversed back and got out and had a look at what they hit. Like, what, what have I just hit? We don't really have hydrants here anyway, do we? No, so we don't. I've never seen a fire hydrant, I don't think. No, we don't. Yeah, we so, don't really have them in this country, do we? Maybe, maybe this is why, right? Uh, this is a. Uh, some people just dodge things. Like this is just people who don't have Anthony Richardson, or Devon oh, A. or any of these guys anywhere, right? Just completely dodging everything. <laughs> That's just. It's just how she just carries on walking. Doesn't turn around <laughs> to see if they're okay. She's just like, like, oh, okay. Yeah, just like check and sleeper. It's like, well, nope, they're not in my team. Got, got to go to work. <laughs> apparently, apparently, the car on the left was Henry Ruggs. <laughs> was it Jalen Carter on the right as well? <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, have a look at this guy, fearless. Oh, man. Absolutely. And, it, and it's a sausage dog as well. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're literally a sausage. I know, <laughs> yeah, like, you think the lion would want to gobble him up, right? But he's having a great time. Yeah. Uh, that's me trying to dodge the entry book, though, Paul. Uh, <laughs> just everywhere I look, just getting smashed. Like, oh. that's, that's fucking, that, that's uh, Arthur Smith and fantasy football players. <laughs> just mowing people down. Just, just hitting them for shit. Uh, some NFL action. Hey, Keaton Mitchell, looking pretty good, right? Um, yeah, if you want, it's pretty quick, right? He's a fast, he's a fast guy. Uh, shout out to to Big Dan over the UF, UKFFC, right? He's a big Keaton Mitchell guy. I picked up a couple of shares because yeah, I've I've picked up a couple of shares of him as well because of yeah. uh, things that Dan had said. Look at that! I don't see Look at that! Clayton Clay Tumors at the bottom. <laughs> we're an absolutely blocks. shit time <laughs> yeah oh you must have seen this right Dare Ogbongale hitting the, oh, hitting mate, the field what goal a, what a guy yeah that's like you obviously have to practice these things right because the, the, every team must have a backup kicker but that that must be a fun preseason competition to get that job right yeah he did that pretty nicely until until you get to that moment right there and yes. then you go, fucking hell, why didn't I spoon my kick in off-season, like, you know? 
Yeah, you'd always assume the the punter would be the best kicker, but I suppose they've got to spot the ball, which is probably harder than kicking it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, shout out, shout out to Dara there. Great, great job. Here we go, Josh Dobbs. Look at this. I mean, the what do- the dominator? They're going to write. This is going to be a movie, right? Yeah. Like I could see this coming. Like his whole life, like he's literally like a rocket scientist, right? So yeah, this is. This is history we're watching here. I absolutely love it. Hopefully he does. I mean, wouldn't you just love it if he took the Vikings to the playoffs? Like, that would be amazing, right? Oh, mate. Apparently Netflix are heading over there now to just start filming halfway through the season. Like, you know, That'd be cool. Ne- yeah, who are they following for the quarterback series? Right, it would, I imagine they, it. They haven't said, have they? Oh, could you imagine if it was Josh Dobbs? Well, they What's did Marcus it? They did Marcus Mariota last year, so there's a good chance yeah. that... Because he was starting at the Cardinals. True. Made for great TV, that. Ah, oh, that would be unbelievable. Yeah, hopefully hopefully they have been following him. Uh, have a look at this stat. Jalen Hurts has now passed Randall Cunningham for most rushing touchdowns by a QB in Eagles history already. That's impressive. Like, he's already breaking franchise records. I don't know what the NFL record is, but I bet he's going to get close. He'll have a good crack if he, he can will. stay healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the readers are loving getting rid of their head coach, right? Look at this. This looks like a pretty happy locker room, right? Oh man! You know, you know when you look back at things and you go, "Why are they so bad?" <laughs> like, oh, they're all smoking cigars. I, I don't want to be that YouTube guy. That's... Do you know what I am? Um... You know, I really hope. I really hope this was halftime. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so funny. <laughs> halftime cigars, right? That'd be brilliant. CJ Stride, we talked about him earlier. Holy crap! Fifty points on sleeper, four hundred and seventy yards, five touchdowns. What? I mean, what do you even say about him? Are you, are you, He's are unbelievable. You, are you bringing up more shit against the Buccaneers? Yeah, just asking for a friend. <laughs> Yeah, the book the books played well there, but you know, just couldn't contain CJ. He was he was unbelievable. Like I'm, I've got plenty of CJ Stride, and I'm I'm pretty happy about it right now. You see this, Josh Allen pointing. I think he got a flag for this, right? Oh, we've gone back to the old bastards. Uh, Josh Allen pointing. He did get a flag for this, right? But I I laughed audibly, laughed out loud when I seen him do this. Well, I got you. He absolutely got him, right? Yeah. Yeah, sent him for chips. Yeah, absolutely. Sent him for know, chips. I love seeing things like that happen to the Bengals. Shame what happened at the end, though. Um, hey, you know this is my favorite thing, Paul. You remember from the rewind last year? Watch the security guard get absolutely wiped out. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. We've not had many of these this year, but that's a good one. He did. Yeah, uh, it's how they, it's how they, it's how they're obviously told they're not allowed to watch a game and look at the crowd. Yeah, we, don't know what's coming. Bam. Oh, bam! They should get like little mirrors put on, right? Yeah, that'd be funny, yeah, wouldn't just, it? Just so they can check what's behind them, and or at least the photographers kind of warned them. They're like, "No, nah, I'm going to save myself. Like, <laughs> just not warn this poor guy. He's about to get wiped out." So yeah, yeah poor guy. Uh, Aaron Rodgers update: throwing fifty yarders. What? This is this can't be normal, right? 
Well, mate, they have said if they if they make the playoffs, there's a strong possibility that he'll be back for it. Wow, that's mental. I mean, they're they're probably not, but I mean, yeah, that is. I just, I, mate, I kind of hope they make the playoffs just so I could see him come back. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like I think it'd just be so amazing if the Jets team, who were tipped to do so much, and then Aaron yeah. Rodgers gets injured so early that they struggle and just scrape into the playoffs and then Aaron Rodgers turns up and just sets the fucking world alight. You know what they need to do? They need to run back that American flag entrance again. Like, do it again. Right? Yeah. I think, yeah. Wait, do, do you listen to um, Vernon K and... Oh, shit. What's his name? The ex-football... Darren Fletcher. No. They do, they do a, a podcast called The Fumble. They don't really do that many episodes. Yeah, but yeah. They, uh, Darren Fletcher was out there for this New York game uh, when Aaron Rodgers got injured. Yeah. And because there was delays and stuff like this, I think the weather was not great. Um, people turned up late. And by the time no. they turned up, Aaron Rodgers was already injured and out of the game. No. So they, they turned up late and they genuinely missed Aaron Rodgers even <sighs> taking a snap. Ouch. Heartbreak. That's awful. Heartbreak. Uh, but if Zach Wilson goes down, don't worry. Sauce Gardner has you covered. Who? Look at that. Sauce, Sauce. is Sauce. Boss. Boss. He is. That man can do everything. Like, look at this. This is a great throw. Yeah. Throw dimes. Yeah. Get him in. Put him in a QB. He can do it. I bet he can do it. Uh, my boy, Keelan Allen. Just. So many people wrote him off for this year, right? But, you yeah, know, yeah. the Geno Smith, he, he didn't write back, right? Yeah. Just an absolute boy. He actually, he's over 10,000 career yards now. What a milestone. Not a lot of people can say that. Yeah, that's wicked, that is, isn't it? Yeah, At least he well, didn't throw the ball into the crowd and then have to pay them an absolute fortune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was that, did Hayden Hurst do that to, to, to Tom, Young as Tom well? Brady, yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah, Hayden Hurst did it to Young. Threw yeah, his yeah, first yeah. pass and threw it into the crowd. And then yeah. it happened to Tom Brady. Was it... I can't remember what was it. Seven hundred passing touchdowns. Yeah, his record passing touchdown was it? Did Chris Godwin or someone throw it in there? Yeah, yeah. Somebody somebody threw threw it away. Yeah, mistake. Oh yes, there he is, Carson Wentz, officially around. We spoke about him earlier. Very, very excited. And have you seen? um, You seen what some of some Minnesota Viking fans are doing, Paul? They're going full in, all in for their new quarterback. Look at this guy. This guy getting rid of the eyebrows. Oh man, no, no, that's commitment, right? Or stupidity. Yeah, you imagine him in sunlight, though, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this guy. I mean, I love the commitment, he's got plenty of views out of it, but. Yeah, that's that's going to take a while. While the ship, well, whilst he's wearing his Justin Jefferson jersey as well, yeah. I, I yeah, exactly. Uh, Paul, I've seen this resurface. What what direction is this person swinging? Are they swinging towards the building or away from the building? What do you mean? So apparently, half the people see this person swinging towards the building in the background, and the other half of people see this person swinging away from the building. So is their back facing the building or the camera? Fuck off, mates. Yeah. What do you what do you see? 
I see their back facing the building. <laughs> I do. No, you fucking don't. Yeah. No, you no, you fucking don't. Yeah, because if you look at their legs, look at their legs. That's like you—they're swinging this way and that way, right? <sighs> their backs towards the camera. Absolutely not. Yes, one hundred percent. No, I, I, I need, I need people watching right now. If you're watching, please leave a comment. What, what the hell? Where, what direction is that person facing? Because I could own, I can't even see how anyone can think. Like, because my, yeah, my fiance was the same. She was like, I only see them facing like the cam, the camera, and I can't. You, I can't you, see you it. don't, you don't see it any other way. You're fucking lying. <laughs> You're one, of the, you're one of these people that just like enjoys carnage. <laughs> I see their back facing it, and look, their legs are swinging. Look at the legs swinging up and back, right? If you look at the legs, I think you can definitely see it, right? Surely. She's pointed towards the building. Nah, that's their hood. Right, legs forward, legs back. Legs forward, legs back. Legs. Yes. Yes. Forward. And, and they no, back. they're pointed to no. No, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> I can't. I literally, I can't see. I can't see the other way. Yeah, this is dividing, dividing. I think this is a couple of years old. I remember seeing it a few years ago, but I thought it'd be fun, fun to put on there. But yeah, leave it. Leave a comment. We'll maybe review the comments at the end. But I can only see them going like they're swinging back now and forward now. Right, that's all I can see. We'll be fun, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey, happy birthday to Jimmy Garoppolo, right? And here's footage of him from his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Getting dropped on your birthday. Did he not fire the head coach um, whenever he was out trick-or-treating with his kids as well? The readers just on a warpath. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, but, I mean, neither of them really that, that great, right? Paul, you must have seen this trade, right? Guy in my league is offering me Pollard for CMC, but I get to bang his wife one time. No. <laughs> I mean, this is just... Guy in my league is 3-5 and five and desperate to turn his team around and needs more consistency with running back. He sent me a text saying he wants Christian McCaffrey, but there's not really anyone on his team that I want. He said I could bang his wife one time if I accept the trade. Honestly, it's pretty tempting since she is... Huge tits that I've always fantasized about her. Is it worth throwing my chances into the ring for this trade? What do you think, Paul? No. <laughs> no, I agree. Yes, but but I'm using nonetheless. Hopefully the wife had never seen that. Uh and yeah, that's that's the end of it. Oh god, uh, this is the ones I showed uh, Rich last week. This kid going full, full out for the Halloween costume. Absolutely brilliant. Uh that's all the that's all the scissors I got for you, Paul. No one's left any comments about the uh, about no the, no because the they're all because they're, they're all understanding that you're fucking stupid. <laughs> but we have we have got some more in one from from Caden. Hey Caden, he says Ayo. I think that's what he's saying anyway. Ayo, Ayo. <laughs> he's saying who are we flexing here? Taysom Hill, Juba Hubbard, or Gabe Davis? I mean, I'm I'm going Taysom Hill all the way here. Aline Chubba. Chubba. He's got a good matchup. Yeah, Chubba. I don't think Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is kind of disappearing a little bit. But don't um, don't put if you're gonna play Chubba, don't put him in your flex spot, put him in your running back spot because they play yes. on Thursday night. And yeah. you want the flex spot just in case you want to 
lean a different way or anything like that. Yeah, I just think Taysom Hill. Whenever they get, whenever the the Saints get anywhere near the the goal line, they're bringing in Taysom Hill. So I think cost, he's got cost me so much money chips. last week. Cost me Taysom so Hill. much money. Ah. Yeah, like Sky Bet Special was Alvin Kamara to score a touchdown, and ah. everything was was like Alvin Kamara, and I was just there like, oh, yeah. Fuck you. We got our boy Team Money back again. Team Money reacts saying, "Is Eckler plus Debo or Eckler plus Waddle?" For just Amon Ra St. Brown, too much. I think Eckler plus Waddle is definitely too much. Eckler plus Debo is more interesting to me. What do you think? Uh, depends if you're contending this year. If if you're contending this year, then both trades are yeah. too much. If yeah. you're in rebuild, um, then... I think Eckler Debo. I wouldn't give up Waddle for Amon Ra. No, I no, don't. Think, I, think I don't. Her. I don't think this. I would give up Waddle for Amon Ra, but I would. I would not give Eckler with that trade. Yeah, I think. I think both of them are too much. But if you if you absolutely had to pick one, I would do the Debo one. I think Waddle's worth worth more than Debo. Uh, and then we got the Schmitty, the Smitty, the Schmitty. Uh, he's in a two QB. The Smitty, the Smitty, two QB. I need a quarterback. Would you trade Nico Collins for Baker Mayfield? Yes. I mean, yeah. You must, if you really need a quarterback, uh, I wouldn't like it. I was I was offered a deal for that. Someone offered me Shut Baker for a for a first, but I couldn't pull the trigger. But I do need a quarterback. But I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Like I just, I actually no. If you really need a quarterback, like in two QB. I think you can go out and just get one of these guys we spoke about instead of Baker Mayfield. Keep Nico Collins and, and go get oh, Taylor there's, Heineke. Go get one of these filling guys nobody, for a year. There's nobody on waivers. Two QB league, 12 teams. They started 24 QBs every yeah. week. But no, I think you can I think you can go and buy a Taylor Heineke for like a third, right? No one's wanting more than the third. For oh, yeah, okay. Sure. okay. I thought I thought I thought yeah. you were like um like sort of saying go and uh Mm. No, so, there'll be nobody on waivers. Players, so. but like, yeah, Josh, Josh Dobbs, Taylor Heineke. I think you can get those guys without substantially killing your team. Um, because if you're if you're <laughs> rebuilding, you don't want Nico. You want to keep Nico Collins if you're a contender. I mean, you probably want to keep Nico Collins as well. If you want to be real aggressive, go out and see if you can buy CJ Stride to kind of get that that stack with those two because they're looking pretty good together. Mm. So. Kind of look at your team. So I was chatting to somebody earlier about this. Like, um, he's struggling at QB this week. Are you struggling at QB this week or are you struggling at QB permanently? Because if you're struggling this week, yeah. then don't don't be making rash moves like that just to cover no. one week. You know, may, maybe look at it and go, do you know what? I could probably aff- afford to take the loss this week. Yeah. And then I'll be back stronger next week or something like that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've got we got one more from our from our guy Team Money as well. He's like, oh, this is interesting. And eight man, this team should be good. Eight man PPR, uh, two flex: Burrow, Eckler, Mixon, Chase. Oh, I cut the entire Bengals thing. Waddle, Kelsey, Puka, Debo on the bench. Fields, Rashi Rice, JSN, Javante Williams, Christian Watson, and the Lions defense. I mean, it's very hard to take. The only question with Jamar Chase, 
questionable, right? His back or something is playing up, right? I thought it would be maybe the only thing you might want to change there. I don't think you can really take out Puka. Puka's interesting. Depends what happens there. Is he going to have the same relationship with the new QB as he does with Matthew Stafford? Uh, Rasheed Rice is on a bye, so you're not going to start him. Jackson Smith and Jigba coming in for Puka might be the only thing I would think about there. Uh, but everything else seems but pretty solid to going, me. Going back to our guy T-Money's last question, would you trade Eckler yep. and Waddle for Amon Ross and Brown? 100% don't do that because you've got Fields, Rashi Rice wide receiver, JSM wide receiver, Javante Williams wide receiver, uh, sorry, running back, and Christian yep. Watson. Don't yeah, yeah. don't take Eckler out of that team. In my honest yeah. opinion, Amon Amon Ra doesn't do much to your team. Yeah, to to benefit you in the wide receiver position, whereas Eckler's doing more for you in that running back position than what Amon Ra would do in your wide receiver position. So you yeah. w- you'd weaken your team just just for Amon Ra to do not really much. Uh, I think I think that's. Potentially, uh, yeah, I think that's potentially a thing to do. Yeah, I would say like Eckler's there as a real like linchpin, whereas yeah, Amon Ra will come in as just another like guy in your in your loaded team. It is it is redrafted, it's specified, but I still don't think I would I would do that just to get Amon Ra. I think you keep you keep on Eckler, especially actually if it's redraft, you keep Eckler even more so. If it was Dynasty, you would maybe lean more towards shooting away, but in redraft, I think you gotta. You got to keep them. Uh, we got a couple more absolutely flying in as well, Paul, which is which is quite nice. We'll try and get to them to them all. Uh, we got disi- discipline. Wow, discipline! Something we both probably need. Um, should, I, should I start Brandon Ayuk or Dalton Schultz or Taysom Hill taking the flex back, spot? Taking me back to London, though, is discipline. We had none of that. <laughs> yeah, didn't we? Um, no, none. Uh, who are the 49ers playing the Jag? Um, in my head, I'm thinking Ayuk. Oh, you're going Schultz. That will be a shootout against the Bengals. And then Taysom Hill. You, mate, I'm, I'm, all in, I'm all in on that Bengals-Texans game. Yeah, it's a good game, isn't it? Uh, I would say Ayuk is the best player there, so I usually will go for that. But if you want to live on the wild side, you could you could fly up for the other two. Uh, we got Dull Guitar underscore 7888. Dull Guitar. Wow, welcome. He says, Dynasty League is 6-3. and three. He's traded Stephon Diggs and Mari Cooper. A third and a fourth for T. Higgins, Chris Olave, and a first. Uh, what first? That changes things so much. Like, who's the first from? What kind of year is it? Is it expected to be early or not? That really changes it. If it is looking like it's going to be an early 2024 first, then this looks better, I would say. Um, but if it's like a random 25 first, it's looking, it's looking worse. I, yeah, Chris Olave, I really like T Higgins. I think his value is about to rise a lot because it looks like he's going to hit the free agency market and could become that number one player on an offense. It just depends, really. Like Diggs, who knows what's going to happen with him? Cooper is looking pretty good. I don't hate it, but I, I'd really, if you're still listening to guitar, I'd really need to know what that first is. Are you, you thinking the same, Paul? I'm very confused by this. Because he's yeah. six, he's six and three, yeah. So he's obviously like a contending team, and he's just traded away the wide receiver three on the season, yeah. Amari Cooper and a third and a fourth, which obviously are going yeah. to be late late third and fourth. Now, don't get me wrong, T Higgins, Chris Olave, both great, 
you know, assets of the future. But I kind of feel like that would be a rebuilding sort of move. Yeah, and, like and if, I'd, if, I'd, I'd, I'd probably have to have a look at my team now and go, do I feel like I'm contending now? Because T Higgins and Chris Olave haven't really set the world alight, have they? Well, I mean, if you were starting the lineup this week, you're starting Diggs and Cooper ahead of Higgins and Olave, probably, right? Yeah, so to me, I, I kind of feel that maybe you've put yourself into a rebuild and maybe you need to be looking at what, what, what you're doing now moving forward. But yeah. I, I, I like I like the trade and, you know, I, I'm all for the Higgins, Olave in the first side of things for Dynasty, 100%. You yeah. know what I mean? I value all three of them things above the fourth, the third, the Cooper, and probably two of them above Stefan Diggs, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I love it. I love it for that. I just think a team that's six and three, you've you've maybe put yourself into a rebuild more than you have a contending. Yeah, I think you might be spot on there. Uh, or oh, our guy Team Money said he appreciates that. Thanks, mate. Appreciate you as well. And we got we got two more. The D Schmitty comes back again. Yeah, he says he already has Taylor Heineke. By the way, the hardest name to spell in the NFL, Heineke. What's going on there? I can't, can never get it right. Um, he says his QBs are Mahomes, Heineke. He's got. Uh, Kamara, I assume. Uh, Jacobs, Pierce, Hunt, wide receivers. He's got Metcalf, Ayuk, Evans, and Nico Collins, and then Laporta in at tight ends. Mahomes and Haneke have back-to-back buys. What move could I make? I'm in fourth place. I mean, so I don't don't, like. Is this a super flex? Okay, this is the two two QB. This is two QB. Is it? Yes, yes. Okay, so uh, what move can I make? I'm in fourth place. So yes, you need something. But like I said to you earlier, um, you're trying to cover one week. Yeah. So your your Nico Collins move for Baker Mayfield is a big no for me because you're only trying to cover, well, two weeks, back-to-back buys from Mahomes and Heineke, you know? So you're only trying to cover bye weeks more than you are anything else. So to me, I'd be doing what you said earlier, maybe looking at Carson Wentz or Josh Dobbs or somebody like that and throw in like a a third at them, which would be a late third, and just throw in something like that, you know? Yeah, I think you're... I think I just I just don't I think it's it's damaging your team too much in the in the long run overall really. Uh, I'm just trying to see. I know the Bucks have already had their buy just in case Baker was also want to buy soon, but they've already had it. I, yeah, I think you can get Josh Dobbs. I think you can go out and get one of these other guys as a fill in, and you shouldn't have to pay too much for them. Hopefully, go and look at a team that is definitely not going to win this year. Look at their quarterbacks. They'll have one crappy quarterback. Like looks, mate, you're probably in a rebuild. I can give you a third round pick for this player you picked up off the waivers. Let's go. Yeah. Don't just send it. Don't just send the offer. Send them a message and chat to them. And be like, look, you're in a rebuild. I can see that. You got this person off the waivers. I think I can give you and like this for them. Don't just go straight in about the QB either. Just sort of just just sort of drop it in and go, you know, I can see I can see you're at the bottom. Are you in a rebuild? Have you got any players for sale? And see yeah. what they come at you with, because they may go, "Oh yeah, I've got this guy for a third. But if you threw it yeah. straight out for a third, you go, "No, I want a second for it." So, yeah, kind of, kind of just make a conversation, like like you would yeah. when you're, you know, you're at a bar, 
you see somebody with double yeah. D's and you're just like, yeah. hey, <laughs> hey, what's going on? Exactly. And we got one last one from Discipline again. Strong. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Strong. I think he's got a he's got a good matchup. It should be a shootout. Like, yeah, we're I, I would go stride there as well. Although if you're if you're choosing between the two, you gotta you gotta love it, right? Um oh we got an answer, by Max, the way. We could, we're gonna be here all fucking night, bro. <laughs> I know, right? We got we got an answer from Dog Guitar. He said it is a twenty twenty four first and it's projected to be one oh four. Okay, okay. That makes things a lot better because this is a good class coming up and you should be able to get a really good player at 104. So I'm liking that a lot more. But yeah, yeah. I think now you've you've turned yourself into this rebuilder, you might want to start getting some more, some more assets off that team because I mean, unless T. Higgins and Chris Olave start turning it around, which they might, maybe give it a wee while. But yeah, you might want to start getting rid of some older guys and some older running backs off that team as well to fully sink in. The last thing you want to do is half-ass a rebuild because you're just going to get stuck in the middle of the pack, which is hard to get out of. So if you are going to rebuild, start start selling some other pieces as well. That would be my my advice. And yeah, uh, just put movie fan come in. Do you think Foreman's a good player tonight? Yeah, we both said already. We think that is an absolute smash and one more team money what about Eckler for James Connor and Brees or Eckler what about Eckler for James Connor and Brees Hall it is this is redraft I like that one yeah I like that one more for redraft like it does it does yeah Brees Hall I think is, is coming on a bit as well yeah and if James, and James Connor yeah a couple of weeks then you know what I mean you've got two startable running backs there for for one yeah, so I like that for for a redraft of uh, his dynasty. Obviously, you love it as well. So yeah, absolutely great. And Paul, that that brings us to the end. What what an epic show! Thank you so much, everybody, for all. The, I think that's the most questions we've ever got from from people. So that is that is absolutely brilliant. Thank thank you so much. And yeah, if, if you guys haven't already, please please make sure you've you've liked the video, hit subscribe, and if you'd like to ask some questions, why not tell some of your mates? Hey guys, you can get the show. It's on every Thursday. And they answer your questions, so why not hop along and check it out? That'll be that'll be absolutely brilliant. Paul, mate, great to have you back this week. Do you just want to remind everyone where can they find you online if they don't know already? Um, X. Find me on X at uh, Paul underscore picking or uh, at Wildcard Rewind. Wildcard Rewind must follow show absolutely brilliant. And thank you so much, everybody, for watching. If you're watching live, if you're watching after the fact. Always a pleasure to have people listening along really is an absolute privilege. So just want you to remember for anything dynasty you need to know, keep it locked on the certified inferno. We'll see you next time.